Greetings and welcome to the African Spirit Reintegrated and Reimagined. I am Asani Brogan, owner of Asani Coaching Services, and I am discussing your higher self in this episode. So as you know, this podcast is all about African spirituality, understanding different concepts related to it from a global perspective. In the Yoruba cosmology, the higher self is referred to as Ori, so you will hear me using that term throughout the episode, but do keep in mind that this concept is explored in pretty much every every African-based spiritual system. So your higher self or your Ori is basically that divine essence of the creative force that lives within you, that guides you, that leads you. This is the part of you that chose your destiny before you came to the earth. Your Ori basically selected who you are going to be, what even your occupation would be, the primary mission or the goal for you coming into this existence, what types of experiences that you would have, what lessons you would learn, and basically what you would ultimately do. Now, as we go through the trauma of the birth process, we forget a lot of this information as we go through our journeys. This is one of the reasons why it is so very important to connect with your higher self and with other members of your spiritual team so that you can understand your destiny to the fullest. Now, most often you will hear people say, start with your ancestors when it comes to beginning an African spiritual practice. And I do believe in that concept likewise, especially for those of us throughout the diaspora who are not used to the concepts that are involved in African spiritual systems. That being said, your higher self is just as important and even more so important when it comes to embracing African spirituality. The difference is in is basically in how you actually connect with your higher self because your higher self is a part of you. You've lived with this um, energy or this entity throughout your entire life. So you have a pretty strong understanding of your higher self regardless of basically what you practice, what religious system you've been in, etc. Now, what I mean by connecting with your higher self in this regard is to basically understand who you are, understand what you want out of life. Because picking up an African spiritual system or any indigenous practice for that matter is not something that you should do if you aren't in alignment with yourself. Now, I don't mean that you have to be perfect before you jump into an African spiritual system. I'm not saying that you need to be able to meditate for hours on end, that you need to be in perfect peace and have just every aspect of your being together. No, it's actually the opposite of that because once you um, choose to embrace an African spiritual system, most people, especially us throughout the diaspora, kind of come into it in a space in our life where it's probably the worst in our lives where we've experienced so many different things and so much different trauma that we basically um, are led to it. We usually have varying experiences that basically um, 
call us forward into the practice. So many things start to happen in your life that you say, hey, there's something going on. And whatever the scenario is, you're pointing into the direction of studying and or embracing an African spiritual system. So what I mean by being in alignment with your higher self is basically doing some self-evaluation as to why you want to practice within an African spiritual system. Because do understand, when you start down this path, you start to connect with spirits. And this is not something to be taken lightly. You need to absolutely be serious about this because when you establish certain connections, especially with certain spirits, you can cause yourself so much more harm than good connecting with the spirit and then not maintaining that connection. Is no need to do something like that. If you're not willing to go down that path and to continue down that path, not to say you won't have bumps in the roads and you won't have questions from time to time, or even you may just have some difficulties with, you know, doing ritual work and things like that on a regular basis. I'm not talking about those types of one-off situations. I mean, people who go out and they establish these connections, they get spirit pots, they get icons, and all of the paraphernalia associated with an African spiritual-based system. They work with those things for a while, and then, voila, they just kind of drop off. They stop their practice for whatever reason. Uh, It's not always even something negative that they experience. Sometimes it's just they forget or the day-to-day hustle of life kind of just gets them off track so they start to move in a different direction and basically leave those spirits behind or it could be a situation where they're dealing with family members and friends who put a lot of pressure on them to stop within their practices and again they abandon those spirits that they have made connections with which is not a good idea keep in mind that you know, when you establish a connection with the spirit outside of your higher self, because again, your higher self is always with you, whether you choose to embrace your higher self and feed your higher self properly, which I'll discuss shortly, um, or not, that spirit is always connected with you. Okay. You will also always have a head of research and you will always have a spiritual team that will work with you regardless. The difference is your spiritual team is only going to do the minimum that your spiritual team is meant to do for you until you establish proper connections. And when you start to establish those proper connections, you will see them working for you on a much higher level when you start to appease them and feed them properly and regularly. Okay. But when it comes to your higher self, again, that energy will always be with you. You still need to feed it properly in order for it to work on your behalf to the highest level. But when we're talking about other spirits and deities that so many people want to jump to first, right? That's even one of the reasons why I'm bringing that dynamic into this particular conversation. Because that's one of the things that I see so much is that when people start to embrace African spiritual systems, they may read something online or hear something in an episode of a podcast, or they may talk to someone and they just get so excited about connecting with the 
specific energy or Norisha or Luai, Budan or what have you because they look at the attributes of that energy and they're like, yes, you know, I really want to do this because I want to be powerful. I want a lot of money. I want X, Y, Z. And they set forth the, in establishing connections or relationships with other energies and they realize at the end of the day that it may not be what they thought it was all about and then they abandon those connections only to find themselves in worse positions than they were in in the first place so this is one of the reasons why i always tell people to really sit back and examine yourself examine who you are examine whatever practice that you're thinking about going in do your research understand what it entails and what it is all about because it is not like Christianity. It is not like Islam where you go and you basically just say some prayers to a spirit and, you know, you just go about your merry way. You know, Maybe you do other things like, um, especially if you're connected to Catholicism, for instance, because Catholicism, it can be similar to African spiritual systems to a great extent. Of course, there can be discrepancies in how Catholics appease spirits versus how Africans appease spirits, but the underlying concept is the same. So a lot of people who transition from Catholicism, for instance, tend to have an easier time because the underlying concepts and foundations are very similar. But when we're talking about somebody coming from a faith like Christianity, where they basically just pray, maybe did some fasting, um, did charity work and things like that, this is a lot different, guys. You don't just connect with Ogun and just pray to Ogun and expect Ogun to manifest everything you want in your life. That's typically not going to work. Instead, you will have to do work. You will have to appease that spirit um, through ritual work, through sacrifices, through offerings, and other things that come along with being a child of Ogun and or um, just having Ogun as part of your spiritual team or maybe just working with you in a particular moment. Because when you do Igbo or sacrifices within the Yoruba tradition in particular, any deity could be working with you at that particular moment to help you out. It doesn't necessarily have to be your head or region, right? And the same thing applies to other um, diasporic traditions as well. So do keep those types of things in mind. But coming back to the conversation of your higher self, it is paramount to know the type of person that you are before you just decide that you want to take up an African-based spiritual system because it requires a lot of work. Um, it also requires a different level of thinking, a different layer of thinking than um, Christianity in particular. So I talk about that mostly because I'm an American, obviously, and in America, Christianity is the mainstream religion. And it requires a completely different thought pattern than does um, pretty much any indigenous-based system. It's actually the opposite because Christianity teaches you that um, idol worship and dealing with you know anything that's made in the image of anything in heaven above, etc., etc., is wrong. And it's not that we are participating in idol worship when it comes to African spiritual systems. It's quite the opposite of that. We're just simply venerating the spirits within our pantheons 
in a way that is conducive to what the spirits like, right? So we're not doing it in a way that we necessarily like, but the way that the spirits have taught our ancestors, generations before us, how to interact with them in order for them to connect with us in the earthly realm and to um, help us out in our various situations on a day-to-day level or even on a higher level when it comes to certain aspects of our lives. This requires a different level of thinking than what you're used to. This is one of the reasons why it's just really imperative for you to understand these dynamics before moving forward. Also, examine your life, right? What's going on in your life at the time as to whether it is even conducive to such a practice. I say this all the time to my clients who come to me for spiritual coaching. This requires work. You know, after you get into a system, you may find yourself connected to a pantheon, a whole, you know, major pantheon of spirits that you need to appease, that you need to have within your court, meaning within your own home. All right. So you may end up getting a bunch of spirit pots if you practice within your Orisha tradition. You may end up having to set up numerous altars to different deities if you practice within voodoo or one of the other diasporic traditions that doesn't necessarily interact with spirit pots and so forth and so on. You know, same thing with the Voodoo tradition out of Benin. So they work with spirit pots and things like that, similar to in um, the Nigerian tradition. And this, again, it goes throughout the continent. So it just really depends on what spirits are with you. You may find yourself doing spiritual work um, when it pertains to doing rituals and things like that. Every single day, you may need to appease a different spirit right and so if this is not something that's conducive with you who you are as a person with your spirit with your higher self it's not a good idea to full-on embrace a practice that doesn't mean you can't interact with the practice just because you don't become a full-time or full-on practitioner of the practice you can still benefit from this i say this all the time i work with clients all the time who just come and seek out um remedies or solutions to their problems and they just get what they need for that moment and they keep moving and maybe if they have a different problem later on that they need resolving they come back to me and you know i'll help them work through those particular types of problems so it is not an all or nothing type of thing you know i i'm the type i always advocate going down the path that most suits you not just embracing something just because you feel like well i'm from africa or i have african heritage so i need to embrace this particular system or that particular system because it's not the case so your destiny again which was orchestrated by your higher self before you came into this being this experience already chose the direction that you should go in that could actually be you being a christian or um, a muslim or even altogether an atheist somebody who doesn't even believe in a creative force right there are lessons to be learned regardless of what you practice and what you interact with as you go throughout this particular experience okay um for me my pathway was obviously african spiritual systems but it's not for everyone i have plenty of family members who practice christianity 
I don't agree with it because of the context of how Christianity came about, but I also know that that's part of their journeys. That is part of their destiny, something that they need to fulfill before they left this realm. That being said, some of my family members absolutely do come to me when they need to seek out, you know, spiritual cures or remedies that are beyond the scope of what Christian-based practices offer. That's how it goes. But again, your destiny has been chosen by your higher self. This is one of the reasons you need to connect with your higher self in order to understand what direction you need to go in when it comes to practicing within an African-based spiritual system. Let's pause right here for a quick break. going to conclude this message by talking about how to appease your higher self or your ori because there are ways that you can and you should be doing this um some of it is ritualistic absolutely you can go and seek help from a babaluau or another priest or priestess in a different african spiritual system to feed your ori for you but in general this is actually something that you should be doing every day yes you can set aside a special day to feed your higher self in different ways but in according to tradition that is because people actually do this in modern day society they just tend to do it in a little bit different way than we do within african spiritual systems not to say that's wrong because if you are feeding your ori and it's working for you then continue to do that i'm by no means one to say stop doing anything that is working for you when it comes to your spiritual health and well-being so um number one you should always seek to feed your ori by positive thinking having positive thoughts towards yourself toward other people keeping your mind in a very peaceful serene state there's many ways you can do this meditation is one of the number one ways that i always recommend for people to get themselves in a state of being positive and just staying in that space staying away from negative people pretty much any type of activity that will keep your mind grounded and help you to have holistic well-being in your thinking and how you um you know act and react to things in your environment those are excellent ways to feed your worry another way is to exercise good character right as long as you're walking in good character then you are feeding your ori good things because you're bringing back things to your ori you um you're basically setting yourself up for good karma in that particular instance maintaining a healthy liberty is likewise important and by liberty i mean eating well having a holistic diet getting exercise spending time out in nature nurturing yourself in positive beneficial good ways those are the things that anybody regardless of what they practice can do to feed their ori that being said that's not always enough from a traditional perspective because again there were contracts that we made before we came to this realm that 
basically we promise to do certain things and if we come through the birth canal and we forget all about those things then we can be out of alignment with our order which basically means that we are out of alignment with our destiny in those particular cases you may actually have to feed your ori in a traditional way in a traditional sense and if you practice within an atr african traditional religion that is then you can usually find out how to do that you can even seek out a priest or a priestess within an african spiritual system if you just feel like your ori or your higher self is out of alignment and ask them to appease your ori you know do a reading to see if your ori needs to be appeased and they can do that and tell you what your ori needs at that particular time it's never a bad idea to feed your ori whether it be through something that you do individually or at a higher level through a ritual or a sacrifice and um another component of this is as i mentioned before even doing weekly rituals to your ori so within an african spiritual system these rituals will look like feeding your ori with things that are traditional to feed ori or your higher self with so usually things that represent coolness so maybe shea butter coconut oil water things like that where you will literally put these types of um substances on your head in some capacity right and just offer it to ori even um, different types of oil we see that in the christian dynamic when you see people put anointed oil on a person's head that's actually feeding ori right it is something that many people probably don't think about but that is absolutely a way of feeding ori usually that's um olive oil used in anointing oil but anointing oil is simply oil that has been prayed over and you know kept in a clean container and just basically treated in a sacred way and you will take this oil that has been prayed over and put it on your head lots of religions do this type of thing not just christianity i mentioned christianity because this is a common thing to you know put the oil of anointing on a person's head they are literally feeding ori or feeding their higher self when they participate in these types of ceremony whether a priest or a priestess actually does the anointing process or not so that is a very good way to feed your higher self but also you know you may participate in other rituals but is it ifun maybe you know wrapping your head in ifun and coconut water and you know putting on white cloth over it those types of things are very common in African spiritual systems when it comes to feeding your higher self. But again, there are other ways, there are other traditions that do it differently. A lot of what you use, the constituents, will be based on where the tradition came from because obviously they're going to use um, substances that are common in their particular region. So that's what you'll find most often. And earlier, I mentioned the reality that in modern day Western society, especially, you know, some people will have things like a spa day, for instance, and they just take off some time to specifically go and rest, relax, possibly get a massage and just do things that are kind of calming and nurturing to themselves. Guys, that's a way of feeding Ori 
likewise doesn't all have to be about the traditional way i love tradition but you know there are new ways that we can also integrate things into tradition based on the way we live in modern day societies so part of this podcast is also about reimagining african spirituality which takes a look at our practice from today's standpoint how do we interact with it in modern day times in the world that we actually live in that looks very different for many of us than it did for our ancestors and there's nothing wrong with incorporating those types of practices because they are absolutely ways to appease Ori. That being said, I am not for neglecting tradition in this regard and saying, oh, just go have a spa day and forget about, you know, feeding Ori or feeding your higher self in the traditional way if you practice within an African spiritual system, right? So, and this is who this conversation is for, obviously, because this whole podcast is all about African spirituality. Um, but if you're kind of just an observer and you're listening to this podcast just to get an idea about what's going on in practice, that is one way that you can start to honor your higher self um, by taking some time off and making sure you have a space where you are freeing your mind and you're allowing yourself to get a sense of peace and tranquility that you need to get and also doing things to uplift yourself so that you can keep a positive mindset and you can move in a positive way in your life those are the ways that you can take care of your higher self so i'm going to go ahead and close this message right now um i hope it has been very beneficial to you especially if you are looking at going into an atr I hope this helped you understand the basis or the premise that you need to start with whenever you're considering delving into an African traditional spiritual system. Um, Maybe if you have already been practicing for a while and you just needed some encouragement, inspiration, or reminders, hopefully this message was likewise helpful to you. I'm going ahead and going close now. Ashe, please have a very beautiful and blessed day and beyond, guys.